Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to First Thursday, Think Thursday, whatever you want to call it. This is I Am Athlete Tonight, and I'm your host just for today, former WNBA athlete, do a little acting and music producing on the side. Y'all know I love my Steelers. I love my black and yellow. And they say I'm a trick shot goddess, but I don't know. Everybody's favorite auntie, Dr. Auntie Chantel Trimeteer. And with me is my guy, National Media Association's 2021 Florida Sports Writer of the Year, a guy who spent 15 seasons covering the NFL as a beat writer and columnist, also covered some of the WNBA, and he's now a producer for I Am Athlete, a regular on this show, Omar Kelly, what it do, what it do. Hey, Auntie, you, you said something that got me thinking. Um, uh-huh. Thursday, Thursday got a day? Because I know Wednesday's hump day. What is Thursday? I just I just wanted to say something that started with a th- so it was thirst or think I don't know you know Listen, what I'm saying like I will say this because I'm a because I'm a sport I've been a, my spent my whole career in sports right and usually I'm traveling on Saturday and I got a game on Sunday right um, so there is no weekend for me so mm. you know what is my turn up day what Thursdays is your turn up day Thursdays my turn up day auntie oh good God. That, listen, we need to get you a lifestyle then because no, 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 Thursday's a, Thursday. If you turn it up on Thursday, Thursday is an underrated day to turn up, Auntie. Let me explain Ooh, to you come why. On. Talk to me because a lot of times, a lot of the local bars, because you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I like going out. Oh, I did. Okay, okay, I had a, okay. I had a 19 month old. Um, so a lot of the bars, Thursday night is ladies drink free. Okay. Oh, so you can take the dates out and get you some free drinks for her. Not not just that, but when you hunting too, Auntie, when you hunting, you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. It's it's a hunter's night. It's you a know, hunter's I forgot night. I'm on a show with all the fellas and and so it's Hunter Thursday. Yeah, uh, okay. you know that's a good name for it. Hunt see, people they underestimate because you know who all who else goes out on Thursdays? Because hmm. obviously I live in South Florida, so there's a community called the in the biz people. Okay. 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 In the biz people are the people who work hospitality, which generally means like myself, they work mm-hmm. weekends. So now mm-hmm. if you want to, if you want a bottle girl, you know, her job is to be in the clubs, you okay. know, looking all pretty. And and right. now I, I, I'm off the bottle girl diet. So I, oh, you, know, you off so now. I, I'm off the bottle girl diet. But <laughs> if you were looking for a bottle girl, she was going out Thursday you know, getting her free drinks. 
Right. And, you know, seeing what the action was. That's why we so, call it Thirst Thursday. Thirsty oh, Thursday. Thirst Thursday. Okay. Because the women is thirsty on Thursday and they thirsty not just for the drinks. They thirsty for the fellas. I'm telling you, that's crazy, Omar. But look, y'all. We got a crazy show for you today. And, and if you hear some voices in the background, they coming from the fellas back in the studio, Pernell, Sean, and Cliff. Look, Omar, we got a debate today about who is or was the best scorer in the NBA. We hope that all y'all can call in to state your case. We'd love to hear from you. We're also going to uh, discuss the shooter, Steph Curry's latest injury, see how it's going to impact the reigning champions. And as you know, it's Thursday, so we got to get you prepared for tonight's NFL game between the Niners and the Seahawks and take a look at a new segment we have called Who's Parlay Plays, sponsored by FanDuel. Make sure you get on Auntie's Picks because I think they money in the bank. And uh, Omar, look, we have to talk to the people about today's hottest young NFL QBs, including your favorite, Tua, and discuss whether Tua, Joe Burrows, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen of the NFL are pushing out the aging quarterbacks. But first, we're going to start with Steph. All right. Golden State Warriors star Steph Curry, he's expected to miss a few weeks with a left shoulder injury. The Warriors announced on Thursday Curry suffered a sublux subluxation. And for those who are non-medical personnel, Omar, that's a partial dislocation. I don't know why they just don't come out and say, yo, he partially dislocated his shoulder. Like, you got to have a Google dictionary next to you sometimes to or read the news. degree, you know. Oh, yeah, fact. But, you know, the Ph degree in me is different than the doctor degree. So it's not medical. So I had to look up subs subluxation, too. I can't even say the damn word. but Subluxation. Right. Yeah. Subluxation. There you we go. You just say it fast, auntie. Yeah, got There you go. Hey, how about this? He suffered a partial dislocation in his shoulder. Anyways, he suffered it, uh, the injury, with two minutes left in the third quarter of last night's loss to the Pacers after attempting to strip Jalen Smith of the ball as he drove to the rack. Now, he immediately grabbed his shoulder and continued to hold it as he ran down the court. The Warriors subsequently talk, called a timeout uh, as he was looked at by two trainers on the bench. But a few minutes later, he went back to the locker room and is officially ruled out of the game. Uh, now, he finished the game with 38 points, still nearly half of the Warriors' 80 points from the time of his injury, 11-9 shooting, including five threes, and a perfect 11-11 from the free throw line, which surprises no one. Now, for the season, he's averaging 30 points, almost seven assists, while shooting 50%. Last month, former guard Greg Anthony, because I, I wanted to bring this up as we're talking about Curry and the Warriors Greg Anthony talked about the poor start the Warriors have had to the season, right, Armar? And saying that it can be traced way back to Draymond Green's punch when he punched Jordan Poole, right? Take a listen to what he said. I, I go back to when all the craziness started with Draymond and Poole. I, 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 I still firmly believe, yes, they got strong leadership in their locker room, in their front office, but that is a seminal moment for me. Mm. In terms of, you know, when that stuff gets out in the public and it's there for all to see, it, it, it hits differently. And I still think that this group is dealing with that. You know, they're going to say all the right things, but the real proof is when you watch them play. This is not a cohesive unit. They don't seem to have the same level of, of fire or trust, particularly on the defensive end. And the rest of the league is like, kind of licking their chops they're they're looking forward to playing them now and that was yeah. never the yeah. case with the warriors 
Now, Omar Kelly, look, the, the Warriors right now are a game under 500 and currently in the 10th playoff spot, five games uh, for fir- from the first place Pelicans. Now, I know this was a while ago when he said that, but they're still not playing well. And there's still some people out there that are staying, that is still going back to this punch. Omar, there's a lot of basketball left. Mm-hmm. Where will we see the Warriors come playoff time? And will we still be talking about the punch a month from now? I am not the NBA expert that you or Antoine are. However, what I can say is what I'm seeing this season is like nothing I've seen in my 45 years of life. Mm. It's like a changing of the guard where all these young teams and young players are taking over. And what we once knew were the elite teams or the elite players are being cast aside or Mm. have the 10th ranked team or the 14th ranked team. If you look at it right now, and and there's a lot of parity in the the NBA. Right. If you look at it right now, three teams in the Western conference have a 60% or better winning percentage. That's the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, the Nuggets. All of those are young teams. In the Eastern conferences, there's three teams with a 60 or better winning percentage, and that's the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Cavaliers. Right. I'm not sure we can call the Bucks a young team, but the Celtics certainly are, and so are the Cavaliers. Right. Now, are we comfortable with, with this changing of the guard? Do we have do we feel comfortable with teams like the Cavaliers being the best team in the NBA, even though all they've got is Donovan Mitchell and, and a cast of a good strong supporting cast. Right. Um it, it, is that where it, it's not necessarily sellable, right? But it's good basketball. And these teams play good team basketball. Utah plays hella good team basketball. Right. So it's very entertaining to watch. Now, does that mean that the Warriors and the Phoenix Suns and the Lakers and you know the 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 Nets um that they've fallen and can't get up? It, I don't right. think it does mean that. I think it means that they got a lot of work to do and they 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 got a a lot of chemistry to build. I, we see the Nets are doing that. We see the right. Nets are building that type of chemistry, but I think that's probably the only team. And the Warriors, they're right there. They're only four games behind where the Pelicans are, but or, or five games behind where the Pelicans are. But it seems like a huge chasm. And, yeah, and you've I've, not seen any consistency there. Right. And, and you know, it's tough to see the Warriors playing the way they are. One, I don't think it has anything to do with Draymond and, and Jordan Poole. They're still playing. You know, the, the superstars are still the superstars. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I think that where it comes is in the past, even though there were super teams, right? Because there were, there were three, two, three guys on the team that could just play, just hoop, but yeah. they still played. And I think it was more about the individual game then. And I, I think now it actually is about these young teams. That's why you're not hearing a lot about these individual players. It's more about their team. They're playing together. They're hooping for each other. I, I do think that though with without um Curry, you know, if if he's hurt for a long time, like that's gonna hurt Golden State even more, right? What's the, a long Warriors... time, Auntie? A month? And and I wanted to ask you this question. As a shooter, because I, I couldn't shoot to save my life, Auntie. I'm gonna just be honest with you. I was right. I was that I was that guy who played hella defense. You was getting fouled two times every time you touched the ball. And right. the ref just, you know, just figured it out. Um, but 
as a shooter, do you need both hands? I mean, you need your right hand, but it's all about it's all about rhythm. I mean, it's it's all about, you know, how you always practice and you, you, you need your shoulders anyways. And more importantly, he runs through so many screens. He gets bumped off so oh, many yeah. screens. I never and, and you know, the, the Warriors are 27 and 70 without him. And so, you know, that's that's going to hurt him. I, it'll be interesting to see where they go. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, but, you know, we just gonna have to keep watching Omar. Look, well, 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 there's one thing the Warriors were 10 and eight, eight and 10 last year when he right. was sidelined and Jordan Poole did, did step, up, step up significantly. Do you think that there's a possibility that he might he might be positioned to do so again? I'll say one thing about Jordan Poole. He can take a punch. He can take a really, really good payday. And what he better do is he better step up because he's going to have to without without Curry. Somebody's going to have to step up or a month from now. We still going to be talking about them 10th ranked um, Warriors. I'm Jake Mintz and I'm Jordan Schusterman and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast, a serious XM podcast like Edwin Jackson, the ultimate journeyman. We are hitting the road next week, headed to San Diego for baseball's winter meetings. We're going to be bringing you two episodes a day of in-depth and hopefully entertaining baseball talk. We'll be talking to the biggest names to get answers to the biggest questions. Like, who will sign Aaron Judge? And will Mike Farah notice that we're using his expense account? Download Baseball Barbercast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting you're working hard real hard and you're thirsty you need vitamins nutrients for peak performance and energy and your plants do too Aww. i mean just look at the little guy water soluble plant food from miracle grow is full of essential nutrients just a little scoop into your watering can and boom instant feeding and bigger more beautiful plants it's kind of like a sports drink for your plants you may have to suffer from heat but your plants do not What's going on, y'all? And y'all know when that music comes on, you know who has the microphone, who has the ball, and who's running the show. This is Auntie Chantel. I'm with my guy, Omar Kelly. And when we when we start this segment right here, I need my fellas to give me something real quick. LeBron James. 
That's right. We talking about LeBron, Omar, the King's pursuit of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record is getting good. He's expected to pass Kareem as the NBA's career leader in points scored in the regular season later this season, uh, potentially as early as February. But one record they're saying he won't touch for a while is Abdul-Jabbar's mark for made baskets. Now, although Braun is less than 800 points away from uh, Kareem's record of 38,387 points, King James still trails the king of the skyhook by more than 2,000 field goals. Now, Omar, given that gap, how is James able to close the mark so quickly in points? Easy. The three-point shot. So, We've been talking about this. We we talked about this for months that Kareem is already not really going to be there. He said he doesn't want to be there when when uh, he's LeBron... salty, Auntie. Just absolutely, say it. absolutely. Um, and so, what do you think this means? Does this does this mean another asterisk in Kareem's book for LeBron James, or do you think he really has some valid validation to this point? Um, first off. I, I really don't like the fact that we refer to LeBron James as a king because I know that's kind of his nickname. Right. But to me, LeBron is not the king of basketball. That would be Michael Jordan. And I'm sure there are others who could say Bill Russell is the king of basketball because he has more championships. Now, well, now we we going to fight on this. We, we we And you know what? I love that we're starting this debate, uh, Omar Kelly. And look, look, and the listeners are out there, check this out. We don't want to leave you out of this. We want you to call in and debate with us. So, hey, give us a holler. 1-888-623-3646. Again, that's 888-MAD-DOG-6. Come in, talk to us, because this is about to get good. First of all, Omar Kelly. You ain't even let me finish, Auntie. Well, well, you, well because your your beginning was off when you're talking about the king ain't the right, king. Because he go. was he was the king in high school. Now, he did more in high school than Mr. Jordan did in high school. So let's talk about the king. Now, you, you can't give Michael Jordan the king and the goat. Okay? You're okay. trying to all give right, him. That's fair. You, you right. got him. You gave him the king, the goat. You're giving him the MVP trophy. Like you're giving him everything. That's and fair. right now, you know what he's not? He's not number one or two right now in the all time scoring list of the NBA. That's well, what we're trying to he, talk about. He quit basketball for a hey, good year and a half. That, hey, that doesn't have anything to do with me or you or anyone else. That's his fault right there. And and let me say this: if LeBron quit today and came back a year from now. He's still going to get this record. This 800 points. He's going to have this by February. We may be talking at Valentine's Day about the love that Auntie has for LeBron James. But, you know, like I said. seeded Lakers, yes. Do you think, do you think, uh, hell, if he wasn't averaging what he's averaging now, they might not even be the 10th seed. You hear what I'm saying? Damn right. You damn right. Um, But, like like I asked, do you think that Kareem really has an argument here like he took a whole lot less shot he has the three-point basket what do you think i mean they were scoring what 83 84 points back in those days right i mean it, it it's like a, a running back arguing that oh you know the, you know my rushing record should stand because now there's 17 games or dan marino arguing that oh tom brady and peyton manning shouldn't be passing my passing record because the era of the game has changed. And, right. You no, know, it's a passing leagues game. I'm sorry. The game evolves over time and, and there will be some young cat. I know people don't believe this because, you know, you know, we never thought there'd be another Jordan. Then came Kobe. We thought Kobe was the greatest. And then came LeBron. 
you know, we thought LeBron, we'd never see anybody win more than LeBron. And then came Steph. There's somebody who's going to come after Steph next. Um, with Kareem, and and I'm fortunate enough to be old enough to have seen both of those players in their prime. And I had a ton of respect for Kareem, but that was in an era where teams were stacked because there were so, so few players in the league. And Kareem right. had a ton of talent around him, and I give him respect for the scoring title. And he certainly carried a heavy load, and, and he won championships and is one of the greatest players of all time. Right. But to be honest with you, he wasn't that dope and that dominant. I would put Shaq mm. ahead of him in terms of a dominant figure in the game. Um, okay. People will argue that Wilt Chamberlain was a more dominant figure in the game. Now he played twenty seasons, so he's got a lot of he's got a lot of points, and he had that hook shot that no, I haven't seen since. I think probably um, Hakeem Olajuwon might be the last person who had, who had a hook shot. Right. Um, I have respect for what Kareem did. I have respect for his scoring title, but when LeBron passes you, LeBron passes you. It's gone. Right. And what I don't have respect for is how salty you've been to everything that LeBron is, everything that LeBron is doing. LeBron is opening doors to the next level of athletes. He's production companies. He's making movies. He's you know he's 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 pioneering the podcast game. Right. Um, uh, you want to you want to know what podcast I am athlete studies? It's LeBron's podcast. Well, he's also building schools, and I you know I I, I love this. Um, you know we got some more to talk about on this debate, but but Omar, let's get to our first caller. We got my man who 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 he called in and talked to us the other day. He's back. We got swayed from Memphis. What's going on, big fella? You got it, man. I'm just a, I'm just a regular dude listening to y'all wonderful podcast. So, um, <laughs> so what I like is I, I like how you guys always bring the the fire every day uh, on the podcast. I really love that. And um, Omar, I have one thing to say uh, regarding you. Uh, back to your Thursdays. Uh, I think what you were doing before you had the uh, 19 month though, I think you were doing thotting Thursdays. I think you were doing thotting Thursdays. Uh, oh, I was th- I was without a doubt thotting. <laughs> Sway, now come on now. You gonna come on here and talk about thoughts, and you gonna come on here and talk about kings? What you gonna talk hey, about? Uh, hey, I'm finna get to that, but I had to get that out the but way. You know, before you know, we can't give you the whole point. segment. We can't give you 30 minutes on on uh, on the podcast. Mine you're trying to take, get right to the point. Less, I'm trying to hope take that you, you take minutes. my side. going to take less than two minutes. All right, so LeBron, he's definitely a wonderful scorer, you know. And I say this to Kareem. He was in an era in which they actually ran plays for him. He, they had to feed him. You know what I mean? He had to touch the ball. And the, and the reason that these players now score so many points is they don't really use uh, – they don't really take time off the shot clock. I mean, it's – Running gun, you come down, whoever got the open three, they shooting it. It's fast break. If Michael Jordan played in this era today, he would probably average 40 because he would have more shots to take and he wouldn't have to run the triangle offense. That's all I got to say. Hey, you know what? That's a that's a good point. Thank you, Sway, for calling in. You know, Omar, we did, before we get to our next caller, I, I ran some numbers. And, and because remember you and I were talking earlier Yes. And we were talking about the three-point shot and, and what if, you know, LeBron didn't take the three. And and I thought of, of the 21, of the 2,187 three-point shots, right, that LeBron has taken. 
if you take three points, if you take a point off of every one of them three-pointers, right, that's 729 extra points LeBron needs to pass Kareem. So right now he would be at 1,500. So what I'm saying is that from now on, if he only took two pointers, he would still by next season pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's all I'm That's all I'm saying. And speaking of Kareem, speaking of Los Angeles, we got another caller. We got Gary calling from Los Angeles. How you doing, Gary? What you got? Hey, guys. How y'all doing, man? I've been always wanting to get on your show and talk. And, uh, well, you on I'm it. I'm so glad you took the call. All right. Hey, uh, I just want to talk about, uh, you know, uh, I, I get it. I get it with Kareem and LeBron and all this stuff. Just like I, I don't really understand really why he's upset. I mean, I can understand, uh, you know, Hank Aaron, when he was upset about Barry Bonds breaking his record and all that stuff because of the fashion and the way he did it. But right. uh, with Kareem and all, I, I don't understand that. I, I can't uh, really see. It's that. called jealousy, Gary. It's called jealousy. It, it is. It is. It's, it's. That's what it's really called. Because when Will Chamberlain, when he broke Will Chamberlain's record, Will Chamberlain was there. He was. And you know, records are made to be broken. That's the whole. That's thing. right. And and he he's. I just think it's kind of acting childish. But Kareem really can't talk because. I am gonna say this: a lot of people here in LA that knew him, uh, that watched the Lakers and stuff, that he wasn't a really nice guy towards the fans. And mm. and I know that doesn't have anything to do with the the scoring record, but it's just the idea. LeBron is, like you said, has opened doors for different things. He's made schools. He's done a lot for the fans and stuff like that. Kareem was—he didn't want to be bothered with nobody. He was really standoffish, man. He really was. And a lot of people here in LA that our natives here will say that, that he was a kind of a jerk at times. And nah, anyone just he, was a, he was a, he was a shy introverted guy. I, I hear what you're saying, Gary. And, and I, I hate, I hate when people portray people based on what reputation or what word is spread, because a lot of times that happens to people and, you know, they're having a bad day and you, 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 yeah, you, I get you don't. That, and I do. I get that. But, yeah, and I, 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 I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right, Omar. And but I but I also think as somebody and Gary, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. We 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 thank you so much. Um I, I also think as someone who was in the public eye, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, playing and and still, you know, when people come up and, and want to say something to Auntie, you know that you're gonna be judged by your fans. Absolutely. And 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 some of your fans aren't gonna like you. And and that's okay. But you control the narrative of of who you portray yourself to be, and, and your so, interactions. Yes, I you can have a bad day. Agree with you. Right, I, you can I have a bad this. day. I can have a bad day and say, "Hey, you know what, uh, Omar?" And you come up to me, Auntie, how you doing? And I'm like, Omar, I'm good, but I just, I really just, I'm, I'm having a bad day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, Auntie, how you doing? Get out of my face! I ain't trying to talk to you. Like. That's two ways of saying the same thing, but the second way, you know, you're going to remember more because that 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 it leaves a lasting impression. And I, I say that I say this to my wife, and and you know, they they know me on these streets in South Florida and Miami. Um, and I always I always get I often get recognized, but the one thing that I always tell my wife is I have to be nice and pleasant and have to shake yeah. hands, have to make time have to ask them their name because you know what that one time that you don't have that perfect interaction is man i met omar kelly 
and he was a jerk. He wasn't right. nice at all. And yep. that person's going to tell five people and those five people, they're going to tell five people and another. And, and, and then those 25 people, they're going to tell 25 people. Right. And then next thing, you know, man, you know, you have this reputation. So I think that might've hurt Kareem also. Kareem didn't live in the social media era and right. neither did Michael Jordan. LeBron right. James is doing it. Neither did Kobe Bryant. LeBron right. James is doing this in an era where fans can literally reach out and touch you on a daily basis. It. Well, you know what? And we got somebody. We got somebody, Omar. My bad. We got somebody calling in about um, LeBron. Let's see what Anthony from New Jersey has to say. Anthony, what you got? Hey, what's up, fellas? Great show. Really enjoying it. Doing a great job. Thank but, you. Uh, before we talk about LeBron, remember that Kareem not only did not get along, he doesn't get along with LeBron, he didn't get along with Will Chamberlain. Right. When Kareem broke the record. Guess who was there? Will Chamberlain was there shaking his hand, taking the pictures. I mean, class act. Kareem is just a right. miserable guy. The second thing well, let, is. Let, Let's LeBron. talk. Let's let's, let's talk about what you got with LeBron. Let's talk about what you got with LeBron because we only we we only got a minute left with you. We only got a minute yeah, left you with got, you, Anthony. Right what you got it, for? Right into it. Right into it. LeBron is probably the best one of the best athletic careers that ever happened. This kid came in with the expectation, sixteen years old, and he is now exceeding all expectations. Right. Michael Jordan's the goat. But LeBron, we need to re we need to respect LeBron James for what he did, and what he accomplished, and who he is. Not compared to Michael Jordan. Thanks, fellas. You're amazing. Thank you, Anthony. Look, this can this debate will go on and on and on until he breaks that record and long afterwards. Omar Kelly. I am athlete tonight is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.